Uh, okay. Hello. <laughs> this is Clem Bianchi. I'm a courier, delivering mail in space, one package at a time. If you're hearing this message, I need some help. I'm trying to deliver a package to a guy on Pluto. Says his name is Gorge Flummox. If anyone knows a Gorge Flummox on Pluto, please let him know I've been trying to reach him about his box of Lunarian cheese. I know the box is full of cheese because for the last few weeks, I've started hearing things when I touch my cargo. When I pick up a letter or a package, I hear conversations and sometimes even see things tied to whoever the mail is for or from. I call it the letter opener. It's yanked me into some real situations. A haunted house, a pizza delivery drag race, and even a revolution to take a city back from the bigwigs who keep its hoverboard sports engine humming. You can hear all about it on Additional Postage Required, a bi-weekly audio drama on the Moonshot Podcast Network, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Anyway, if you know Gorge, please tell him to give me a call. I think his cheese is starting to move around in the box. I confess that I possess the sweetest charms in town, and unless I miss my guess, the boys will follow me around. I could make a music master, drop his fiddle, make a bald head, a man put his hair in the middle. I'm a red hot mama, red hot mama, but I have to turn my temper down. Ah, hello everyone. Uh, welcome to Mild Mannered. My name is Andrew. I'm a uh, podcaster, and uh, I have had a long love-hate relationship with dating shows. My wife has made me watch uh, a good couple seasons of the Bachelor franchise of products, and I, golly, I needed to get in front of a microphone and talk about them. Uh, and you know, I've been told that uh, as I watch through uh, the newest, hottest dating show, Milf Manor, um, I was told I'd have a surprise co-host for the show. So I'm so excited to start this Hello, dating. Hello, Andrew. Oh, no. Mom? Hi, Andrew. Oh, no. Yeah. I heard you needed a co-host. <laughs> but, Mom, I'm supposed to be on my own dating reality show recap podcast. Well, you can't do it on your own if it's MILF Manor and there's some <laughs> MILFs and there's some young hunks. You need two people. <laughs> I do like how you've slipped into uh reading children a book out of a I know. Do we you need, definitely slipped do into we need reading to start over? a child a picture book. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm Sorry. very much here for it. Welcome, mom. Okay. Should we start over? No, I think this is perfect. I I love this. Uh hi mom, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. Uh I'm <laughs> I am very excited. Uh, I'm a lot less excited to uh, to do this show than I was when I first pitched it, having yeah. seen an episode. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't uh, great television, but it was um, something to watch, that's for sure. <laughs> well, everyone, uh, welcome to Mild Mannered, the only podcast that I know of so far in which a uh, a mother and son podcasting duo sit down to watch MILF Manor, uh, the proudest new show coming out of the Learning Channel. <sighs> Mom, we have a lot in common. We do. Uh, both of us are people who are married to our spouse who we met in college who's a little bit older than us uh and both of us have a more communications and broadcasting and flair focused uh bit of ourselves compared to our partners who are a bit more scientific and uh grounded and impersonal would you agree with those i would agree that's a that's a pretty good um description of our relationships 
Well, I'm, <laughs> I think that makes us perfect to be uh, podcasters. Both of us are married to someone that is a little bit older than us. So I think that we definitely understand the appeal of this show, right? Sure. Um, older <laughs> women, younger guys. Maybe. It's a stretch, but <laughs> I think we understand it. But um, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> we definitely think that the, um, the appeal for both of those age groups um, is kind of sex appeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, perfect. Uh, going into this, do you... I guess I, I know vaguely your TV watching habits. I know that you're a very uh, wives with knives, investigative discovery <laughs> kind of viewer. Do you watch Do you watch dating shows or like reality shows? No. Have you picked that up since I moved out of the house? I have not. That's not one of the new genres that uh, I have taken on. Um, I have never seen a full episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I've, you know, whatever island, Love Island. I, I hear some of their their ads, but I've never, I've never really watched any of them. So um, I'm kind of in awe of people that, that get invested. Um, and I've kind of wondered what the hook is, but um, I've never <laughs> had enough of an interest to check it out myself. Well, the hook is clearly that we're here to watch um... – you're here to watch people find love. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, don't I, under, I, I don't understand the whole, you know, idea of I'm going to find love and I'm going to do it in this prescribed, um, you know, choreographed manner where somebody else picks it out. I mean, I guess you can find love in any way, shape or form, but um, that's not something that I necessarily want to tune into week in and week out but for you <laughs> i will tune in <laughs> and out for milf manor yeah i should i should make it clear uh i asked you to do this this that's is that's right uh <laughs> it was definitely not the other way around well and if I, this uh, is the way that i get a weekly uh you know phone call with you <laughs> i'm up for it yeah you told me i needed to call more so i figured we should just make content out of it that's right, right. sure um, <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here. Um, as I was saying in my, in the intro, I watch, I, 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 I'm closer to saying that I hate watch bachelor stuff. <laughs> um, Sam, Sam is the most, uh, Sam, my wife, uh, for the people that aren't my mom, um, <laughs> she's the most sentimental person that I know, um, tears up at Amazon commercials about a very sad porcupine. Um, she loves the idea of watching, the trials and tribulations of someone trying to find love on national television. And I watch those shows and there's something, there's something to the craft of it that I really like. There's something as a production focused person watching the bachelor family of products is something that I like kind of watch with awe. Cause I'm just like, Oh, these are evil people filming the group of people here on this beach. Aren't they? <laughs> uh, they're really, uh, Sam and I often say the devil works hard, but the producers work even harder. <laughs> um, and so I'm excited to branch out into a new show. I, I this this one's a bit of a it's a mix between I know the Learning Channel uh, TLC uh, has they don't have like dating shows dating shows unlike The Bachelor. This is much closer to their like I, I, they just have a trashy reality show empire, I guess. Uh, things right. like 90 day fiance, where it is technically a dating show and a relationship show, but it's more of a show that's about like 
let's make you squirm watching these people, right? Right. Um, so I'm I'm excited for this first foray. Um going in, what did you think? How did you I, I got a text from you last night that said, I'm watching it now. Do you want spoilers? So what did, what did, what did, how well, was your evening? Did you I'm, curl up in bed with a nice glass of wine and say time to check out the ladies? I did. I did curl up in bed and, um, uh, with, with the dog and, um, Lulu and I were quite entertained. Um, but I think that that text came from, um, when, you know, when you first, approached me with this idea um they don't really tell you you know who it is they they show that the women are are um, surprised when when their dates to be are revealed and and you had said oh i bet it's their sons um and so that was <laughs> do you want a spoiler you know do you want to know that because because my my point was ah Andrew nailed it you know you you figured out that it was going to be their sons and um, I just wanted to see if if you wanted that spoiler or because <laughs> if it if it hadn't been that then you and I wouldn't be doing this podcast so yeah we <laughs> you'd find some older gentleman or some other you know <laughs> exactly exactly I'd find an older woman and say like great let's let's <laughs> let's do this um, no yeah I I. Um, I know that me and everyone else on Twitter that I saw when the show first launched their trailer, everyone was like, they say there's a twist. The twist is it's got to be their sons. Right. right? And I, I think we've, we've buried the lead so far. This is a dating reality show about a group of eight milfs who are in a manor house in Mexico uh, where they're expecting to have a fun dating experience. And what they get is that the men involved in this dating show are their eight sons who are here in Mexico. Uh, I almost said on this island. They're explicitly not on an island. They've called this out multiple times. Um, they're here at this manor house to date older women that turns out to be their moms. Right. They have no idea going in because they're just as shocked um, that it's their moms, you know, as the women are. All right. Well, what do you say we get into talking about our main cast of characters? Okay. So in order of appearance, we have a group of eight milves that we are following. Uh, the first person that we see is April, uh, April, June. There are, there are, <laughs> there are two women named April on this show. Um, I am very surprised that they have two people with the same name directly since they only have eight main characters. But I do right. think that uh, when your pool of contestants is women who can go on a dating show and also have eligible male sons who can also be on the same dating show, I think that you're really kind of you're kind of getting whoever you can. Right. <laughs> if, if, if they had three women named Paula, they'd be like, screw it. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought it was interesting they started with um, with the, April number one or April was her name April June I thought it was April J she says she says I'm April June and then I think her little um, her Chiron pops up and just says April J okay but I also I don't know that they showed the other April very much right. so I don't know if they're gonna give her April L or whatever right. her last name is. Um, or if, because I thought she said, I'm April, June. And I thought like, oh, like a, you know, Mary Beth. Right. April, June. But I guess not. Um, well, I thought it was interesting that they, they started with her 
because, um, you know, they hit the show running with the most um, kind of flamboyant out there. Um, what did, you know, uh, oversexed um, milf that they had. So um, you, you definitely start off with a punch with, with April. <laughs> yeah, she comes, she comes out swinging. I do like the, the, the first thing that we hear her say is, uh, I have an extremely high libido. Yes. And then she kind of turns to the producer off camera and says, like, is that too much? Should I say extremely high libido or should I just say I have a high libido? <laughs> high libido. I know, like that was I, better. <laughs> yeah. Like like extremely was the was the problem and not, you know, libido. <laughs> yeah. Uh April June is here. I'm looking at TLC's website right now. Uh, they have a photo gallery called Meet the Ladies of Milf Manor. Uh, I'm going to read this. April, uh, this Los Angeles mom of three is a former heavy metal video vixen turned personal trainer. Uh, she was engaged last year, but her fiance sadly passed away. She hasn't dated anyone until joining Milf Manor, but is she finally ready to give love another shot? They don't point to this at all in the episode uh but april lost a fiance last year and is ready to get back into things via milf manor that's an interesting choice that's what you would do right if dad were to if something happened to dad next year you're going to mexico well um now that i see that it would be an option you know maybe i'll have to have to throw that in the mix but um (laughs) it's it's not something i would have thought up before but you know I guess uh, these women, if nothing else, are letting us know that there are lots of different options out there. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we meet April. Uh, she is very shortly joined by uh, another woman named Paula, uh, who I liked in the episode. I thought Paula was nice. Uh, I did too. She is 48 from Mexico City. Uh, she says that she was a widow at 23 and has been a single mom since then. Um, and according to TLC.com, uh, she's originally from Mexico, but now resides in Miami where she and her family own a gym. Uh, her first language is Spanish, which she prefers to converse in. This fitness fanatic has been single for nine years and she's thrilled to date again. I thought you think of Paula. I I liked her. I, 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 I think it's Paula. Um, is how she says it, but, um, mm-hmm. I, I liked her. Um, I did think it was interesting that I think a lot of them, or at least the first few had, have a background in, in physical fitness, um, because they, they definitely are physically fit. Um, but, um, I, I, I felt, I mean, I felt bad for her story. Um, but again, I find it interesting that their ideas to, you know, make things happen again um, would be to, you know, jump on a show like this. And also, I thought it was interesting that they, they both talked about, you know, finding love. And, um, you know, to me, I kind of thought, is this really what you think is going to come out of this or just, you know, kind of a romp? <laughs> yeah, when I think with a show like this, Part of it, I think, is that, you know, we're looking at the post-production end of here's a dating show called Milf Manor, where these women know that they're dating their kids, you know, like, right, that's you know, dating their kids friends. I, I think that like on that angle, I do wonder on a production angle, what did what did both groups of people know? Going right. In? Right. What um, were they really told? What what you know, what were they what were they sold as as this experience being? Because I could see, like, 
Well, and we, we get to the point where when you see them all see their sons, no one is happy. No. Nobody is uh, like, no. no, and even, and the guys aren't even like surprised. So they're not even in on it. Right. It, it, this is a, a dating show where nobody is in on what they are doing going in. Um, and so I'm really curious what they kind of thought was happening because clearly they all knew they were going on some kind of TV show. Right. I don't know how you I, – I, I don't know. I feel like if you and I were both single and you said, hey, I got a call from TLC. I'm going to go and be part of a dating show and then a, a dating show. And maybe you keep in the back of your head that it's you know, kind of focused on, ooh, I might meet a younger guy. Fun. Right. And then I in the back of my head have I'm going to go on a dating show where I supposedly am going to meet older women – we're going to leave and film. Right. <laughs> Luckily, we get to take the same flight out to Mexico. Yeah. Wow, we can save money by bundling our trips. Because they did I, know, they did know, like one of the women did comment that her, it wasn't it fortunate that her son was going to be, you know, filming on a show like on the other side of town or something at the mm-hmm. same time. So, you know, maybe they have two Aprils because these were the, you know, eight women that weren't bright enough to put it all together and stayed home. Um, I, but yeah, I, I do kind of wonder if there's a, yeah, there's a bit of like, um, I don't know. One, one of the, <laughs> one of the jokes from the, the Milf Island 30 rock sketch is, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin says like, Oh, this woman's fantastic. You should, you know, have you heard her story? Um, before this, she was a struggling actress looking to find her break. And, uh, you know, didn't uh, it's how everyone gets into reality shows. There's a there's a bit of this where it's like, okay, people are like, maybe you know, I'll I'll become a dating show person. I'll 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 be an influencer. I will have a big break into this kind of world. And so, I don't know. I guess you tell people they're filming two different things, and maybe they tell people different schedules or something. I don't right. know. But uh, I do really I. I'm desperate to know the production angle of this show because well, and I also, it feels like such a contrivance. Right. Well, and I also wondered, you know, how everything's cut and put together. But yes, they were shocked. But then it, I mean, within the show, you know, it was 30 seconds later and they're all mingling at the bar and, you know, some are already hitting on each other. And so what was that? What was that downtime between, you know, them actually seeing their sons and, and, um, and then, and then actually, you know, diving in, (laughs) you know, deciding, okay, this is, this is okay, whatever, I'm going for it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and I think probably the women, you know, came to that at at different times, you know. I I do think there are, I was talking, so Sam and I watch this together. Okay. Um, Sam and I have. Your dad did not, maybe I'll invite him next week. (laughs) Get his take. Sam and I have what we call our lizard dates. Um, in in the morning, <laughs> okay. we roll out of bed, tumble down the stairs, and then sit on a couch in front of a uh, one of those like the the vitamin D sun lamps, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and we we call <laughs> okay. them our lizard dates because it's like how lizards lay on a rock right. and just kind no, of bask I, in the sun. I I understand where it came from. I just am yeah interested just, by by this. We, we, <laughs> this will be the next reality show. <laughs> Yeah, Those this is dates. how we it's how we wake up in the morning. We sit in front of a very bright light and and now we get to watch a television show while we do it. Um but 
she uh we we were talking and and she had kind of said that there are it's weird uh of the women that get introduced in this episode there are there are eight eight milfs are our main cast and their sons um we don't really meet many of the sons in this episode beyond just hi i'm joey i'm 20 um oh and, then, and let's take their shirts off that was pretty immediate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's immediate, yeah. Uh, but then we get we get a couple of women who get like actual screen time today, right. and I think that one of the things about this show is that you get into it. It feels like it was very jarring to be there in the manner, um, and to the point that it's just like just the two or three people that are just like the two that have the most screw it. This is weird, but we might as well make something out of right. it. Um, they're Say what you first. will about them and what they're trying to make out of it, but they it is they they are compelling in that they're like great let's let's this is a weird opportunity but let's seize it I guess right well and they also kind of set up you know the 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 opposites you know so you have you know April who is is blonde haired and um, I don't know blue or green eyed and she is you know <laughs> lost her fiance you know. Um, a year before and you just are you're conflating uh april with kelly oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry yes you gotta get your milf straight i gotta get my milf straight well that's right so you haven't introduced kelly yet but um (laughs) sorry um but she had the most you know she and april and and paula had the most screen time and i think really kelly kind of raised to the to the top of the charts there but she, you know, had the blonde hair and and then was really tall and statuesque. And then Paula was um, kind of more petite, dark haired, Hispanic. Um, and she had a husband who passed away, you know, when they were young at, at, at 23. And mm-hmm. so she's been on her own, you know, raising raising her boys. And um, so it just it was interesting to me to see, you know, that kind of um they're already setting up opposites, you know. So sorry, I jumped ahead. Maybe you want to introduce Kelly <laughs> to the mix. <laughs> no, you're you're good. Uh, but yeah, we can introduce Kelly. Uh, she came in a little later. Kelly is definitely the the main character of the episode. It feels weird talking about reality shows because I'm like, yeah, they're character arcs, but they're people, so it's weird to like. Right. I don't know. But it's like I said, it's the way they you know, the, with the production, the way that they are putting them out there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Kelly, uh, she is 50. She calls herself disco mommy. Um, she said that she has six kids, uh, from the site. This mother of six lives in orange County and splits her time as a real estate broker and a wellness slash fitness coach. She's tried her hand at love and can't believe that she's single. Perhaps her luck will change in the manner. Um, yes. So I'm sorry. I made a mistake. She is not the one who, just a year ago had a um had a fiance. So as you can see, there are plenty of milfs and and plenty to confuse. <laughs> plenty of milfs in the sea, Mom. That's right. Uh, and I think some of them are gonna try to fish a little and throw some back and try to fish a little more from what uh from what little we've seen so far. That's that's what it's looking like. Uh we also have uh just going down the list, we've got uh So Young, who is fifty. Uh she's from South Korea and uh from the site well here. Um She has she always said, dated younger men, she said. 
That's what she said. She said that she uh, she mentioned her second husband or after her second divorce. Uh, so she's had at least two husbands so far. Uh, she said that she is um, she's into being intimate, but she doesn't kiss without love. So so young has standards. Um, fire love, not just love, fire love. You're right. A fire. She love. has fire love, but no kissing. <laughs> uh, she lives just outside of New Orleans and has always preferred younger men. After working for years as a hairstylist, she became a surgical nurse specializing in heart surgery. Although she hasn't been in a relationship for a while, there's no time like the present, and she likes being the dominant one in relationships. Didn't expect to get a heart surgeon on the show. <laughs> uh we also have uh, April. T- we have April number two. Uh, she is forty three from from Detroit. Represent. Uh, she was married before to her high school sweetheart, and she says uh, that she likes dating younger guys now because quote older guys are in pawpaw mode, uh, which <laughs> I did laugh at that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, her site, uh, she's an insurance representative and event planner in Detroit. She's been divorced for four years and has reluctantly dated a little. Uh, she's a workaholic with a strong personality, which tends to get in the way of her dating life. I'm rooting for her. Yeah, I, I liked her. Uh, we also have Charlene, who is 46. Uh, she is, uh, from Jersey. Uh, she is someone who just came on the show. She had a daughter who recently passed away named Ashley. Um, and her profile says that, uh, this Jersey mom moved to LA for a fresh start. She works in the hospitality industry and her favorite thing to do is sit at the beach and tan. She's leaving her toxic marriage behind and she's excited to date younger and have a good time. I like Charlene, but I felt, I felt for her because, uh, she, she seemed to be the one that was the most kind of ill at ease and, and, uh, you know, when, they first all opened and got together and she was sizing up, you know, kind of the competition. Um, she was, I think like a lot of women, you know, feeling like, what do I have to offer? Feeling, oh, I'm the biggest one. I'm, you know, I'm not the prettiest one. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping she, she shakes off some of that and I don't know, dives in, <laughs> which seems Say- a little strange for me to be talking <laughs> But I guess, I guess one show in and I'm already rooting for somebody. So, you know. Well, I, I think, I don't think only one. I think several if you want to plan the weirdest family reunion, I think that all eight could win. Uh, if <laughs> we, true. if, they if all everyone plays love. their cards right. That's right. This, this could be a Bachelor in Paradise situation where you're hoping you're pairing everyone up by the end. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. Sam uh, turned to me and said that. Uh, she was sad that Charlene uh, felt like she was the ugly dilfling. Um, but I also agree with you that I hope she finds her wings. Yeah. Uh, that's dilfling. And then we uh, we met Kelly and then uh, we met Shannon. Well, actually, no. The other two, we have not gotten a introduction introduction to. They right. just kind of popped into the show. Right. Uh, which is very weird. Um we have Shannon, who is an event planner from Atlanta, who was married for 18 years and took a long break from dating afterwards. Uh, she recently dated a 27-year-old, and now she's open to dating within different age groups. Uh, she's uh, She got a slight intro where uh, all the other women kind of looked at her and said, like, you work in HR? And she says, no, I work in event planning. And they were like, yeah, same basic thing. You've got that vibe. Right. Um, she said she used to be, uh, she used to be a baddie and now she's, uh, ready to continue that trend. And we also have, 
Uh, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie's lived in LA since she was eight years old after moving there from Lima, Peru. Uh, the mo- this mother of three is a high-end realtor and a paralegal, and she mostly dates younger men. Um, and then it says, stay tuned to find out if she finds the man of her dreams on MILF Manor. So part of her introduction on the website is devoted to just advertising the show. Uh, she doesn't really get much of an intro in the show itself. She does say at one point... Um, that she is here to find out whatever God's plan is for her uh, in regards to dating. So we've got a deeply Christian MILF ready to see if what young man uh, God is putting in her path. Yeah, I did think that was that was a bit um, a, a, that was a bit bizarre. <laughs> and even, the Lord, even, the even Lord her, works in mysterious ways, Mom. Even her son said, "Why would you say that?" <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy. The Lord does work in mysterious ways, but I'm not sure that he's putting people on Milf Island to find true happiness. I'm not sure we can blame the Lord for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the women all meet. They hang out at the uh, at the bar for a little bit. And then we go over to they say that they're going over to um, they say that they're going to go over to the villa and it's from the bar. And the area that they go to is clearly just like a loading dock <laughs> yeah. um where, with, where they've set up a couple of like uh very thin um barricades and then the the guys all line up in front of the barricades and we just see them in silhouette and as someone that has seen a couple of seasons of the bachelor the silhouetted offerings presented are not at all impressive. <laughs> no. It was I I think that in the process of trying to find boys that matched up with the women who they wanted to feature on the show, they were kind of like, we've got these moms that are great, we've got these sons that are fine, and we can make them date. Right. But I if I were a MILF ready to go on MILF Manor. I the was boys disappointed. are fine, but I would be so disappointed if that was like the pickings I had. I was disappointed for them because I agree it was it was it was almost as if they picked the women they wanted, um, and then it was and then it was just like okay, well you have a son, and not that they were you know to me I thought okay not that they weren't attractive to someone their own age, but mm, there's a lot of fish in the sea. What do you want with some of them? It yeah the the so yeah the guys I can I can kind of run down but they we don't really get to meet them meet most of them super much that might come in in future as we come uh, but yeah the it it very much is like here are the guys that are um here are the guys that are the sons of these women that we've chosen uh we've dressed them up to the best that we can this is how we can present them the best, but they are not, it's not like, um, like if I was going on a dating show, if I'm in their shoes, I I'm ready to like find like, great. Here are a bunch of 30 year old men who are like, great. Hi, I'm, I'm Peter. I'm a pilot who also works out three times a week. Right. You know? Right. Um, I, but- I, I would have expected like, I don't know. Well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but I, but it's a totally different show though. Um, you know, if they're putting out there that we're doing a show, you know, called Melf Manor and it's going to be moms, um, dating, you know, their, their sons, 
each other's sons. Um, it sounds weird to keep saying, you know, they're dating their sons. No, they're dating the other women's sons. But, um, right. you know, but I'm just saying, then you have, you know, people that are coming where you would imagine, you know, the women look great and the, and the guys do as well. Um, it just kind of, but not having that, you know, as the, as the background, um, I guess, it, you know, it just changes, it just changes the dynamic of, of the types of, the types of mother sons, um, I guess that would, would apply to be on the show. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it, it, it really is a bit of a gut punch of just, oh, I was told that I was going to come down for like a dating show. Right. I was picked as someone who like, cause on some angle you're just like, oh, wow. Like, it's not just that. There, there's a level of pride of like, wow, this production company thinks that I'm someone worth basing a dating show around, right, you know, right? that I'm someone who is interesting enough and worthy enough that like the, the, the tribulations that I go through and the trials I face in dating are worth being filmed and put on TV. Right. You know? Yes. Well, and, and each- then to kind of, you kind of, you, you rug pull it when it's like, it turns out it's kind of a joke. You're all going to be dating each other's sons and we're going to film that drama, you know? Right. Well, that's why I was interested to see, you know, uh, some of the real footage of, of, you know, their full reaction to, to how they felt, how they, how they found out and how they felt and how long it took them. You know, I I don't think they all just were like, okay, well, this is a change, but let's get back on that horse and ride, you know? Well, and they clearly in the, in this episode specifically, they, they clearly focus on here are the like four people in this whole cast that are just like their game, you know, like, Right. Okay. Kelly's on board pretty quick. Paula's like willing to go on this date pretty quick. Here are the two or three guys that are like comfortable enough to actually start being interesting as right. this part is going on. Um and and that me, you know, if you're focusing on those, you know, I'm looking at the back half of my notes and they're all about like five people who were kind of active participants, you know. Right. Um you know, 16 minus five, that that's 11 people who fade into the background. And a lot of them clearly seem kind of uncomfortable with everything going on. So right. I'm curious how this evolves. No, I, I agree with that. And I also, you know, it to me, it's, it's, um, it is kind of a, like you said, I think a slap in the face or a gut punch, I think you said, um, for the women, because they've obviously all gone through, you know, a lifetime of, of, you know, marriage, dating, raising, raising, you know, many of a multiple, I don't think, I think there were just maybe one or two that only had, had the one son and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then, and they're feeling good about themselves. They're, they're all, um, you know, they're not, it's not my style, but, uh, you know, to me, it's, it's kind of like, Ooh, they're trying a little too hard to, to be younger, but they, they're rocking it. You know, they're, <laughs> they've definitely um, done the work to, to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have the physique that they have and, um, and, and they're really putting themselves out there. So they're, you know, they're, they're putting it all forward. And then I think, I think, how would I feel, you know, I did have times where I was thinking about, you know, you and some of your friends that in your, in your tw- you know, twenties, I think the youngest one was 20. Um, you know, where it's like, 
okay, I'm dating them. No, you know, <laughs> I mean, younger men is one thing, but, and even, even, you know, you hear all the time that, you know, people are dating someone just a few years older than their child. Um, but, but that's just totally different. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right. I think that the ones that they focused on, um, were the ones who were, you know, getty up and go. And I guess, you know, for, for April, April, June, um, or April J, you know, her and libido, yeah. her, her, her libido was, you know, <laughs> pushing her forward. And, um, and Kelly was, I think, game no matter what came from out, out from behind that curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it, yeah. And it's one of the things when they're kind of in the right after that, there's like an uncomfortable mingling session, basically, right. where it is, I will say, it's kind of funny looking at, um, it is kind of fun looking at the, the cast and seeing like, who sticks with their mom and like, yes. is like hi, like um, Jose and Paula kind of were like, they're together in that right. section. Right. Um, I think Harrison and Charlene, um, they were both kind of together in that section right. of like, hi, we're, you know, you, you become hi, we're the such and such family. Right. 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 Like, uh, as this goes through and you're kind of introducing and you're kind of saying like, this is my son, Harrison. Um, don't date him. Like it's, it, it's right, <laughs> there's right. a bit of a weird tension in that. And then there are others like, uh, well, like so young and Jimmy were both, I mean, it's like, they're both like mother, like son. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. like, I'm ready. Okay. You ready? Okay. You know, they're both off dating and, you know, Jimmy was off on the, what do you call it? Paddleboard with, with Paula and, Doing uh-huh. um, doing paddleboard yoga. Um, <laughs> we 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 will get to that. I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. But um, you know, and so young was she was. I don't think I don't think she batted an eye. It was just like, oh, there's Jimmy. Yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm moving on. Who's who's my next? You know, victim. It's, <laughs> I, I I will say some of the uh, some of the more fun parts of this episode were the. Um, mother and son confession cams. Yes, where uh, pretty often it was the mom would say something, and the son would be like, "Ew, mom, no, yes. mom." Yes, and she'd be like, "You're dating someone my age. Right. That's the point." Right. I, I'm. <laughs> no, I did think that look was at them in that way. Yeah, you have to look at me that way too. Yeah, and you have to acknowledge that this is what's happening here. Right. Right. No, it it definitely was. You know, the sons who were freaked out more so than than the women. So. Mm-hmm. I did like uh, some quotes I had from those sections. Uh, <laughs> Joey at one point, who's Kelly's son, he is 20. And I, the youngest uh, listed age of the guys, I, not everyone had their ages shown. I don't think I tried to take notes as I could. Right. But he did um, say at one point, he thought he was the youngest. So yeah, he said, uh, older women are very hot and I have the swag for them. Um Proceeds to prove that he absolutely does not throughout the episode. We'll get there. Um, Ryan, who I think is the oldest of the sons, he's 30. Um, His mom uh, says, oh, the other thing, uh, they are set up. There are eight rooms in the manor. Oh, yes. The initial setup is you will be sharing these rooms with your mother. (laughs) They do not put a period at the end of that sentence. They just kind of let that out. And I'm sure that rooming arrangements are something that will be changing as the show goes on. Yeah. 
Uh, but at one point, uh, Shannon says that she doesn't want to share a room with Ryan, her son, uh, because she knows how dirty it is at home. Right. <laughs> um, but they did have a they did have a fun moment where he was like, well, I don't really see you much as an adult and like we're separate now. So this this could be kind of fun. I get to hang out with my mom a bit in a way that I didn't expect to. But you right. know what? <laughs> we're going to kind of we're going to make the best of it. Yeah, we'll make the best of it. I think that that is uh, kind of where a lot of it gets. Um, in the opening kind of talk, Joey hits it off with, uh, April J, uh, Kelly is into Jose, uh, Charlene is not having a good time, which, uh, seems to be a bit of a running theme. She seems like she's the one that's the most hesitant. She seemed like she was the one that was the most hesitant to, uh, going into this show is going to be a complicated thing. That's going to be a struggle. And I think that like. She was like kind of bracing herself and opening up to the normal show. And then as the show became the weird show, uh, she did not seem to take that super well either. Well, not only are you, you know, making choices based on on the men, um, but then you're also um, basing your opinions on the men and who their mother is, you know, because you can already mm-hmm. tell they're already sizing each other up and liking or disliking the other women. And then it's like, well, I don't want to get involved with that one, son, or, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, definitely going to be a tangled web. There's a bit of uh from day one, you're looking around going like, who do I not want to see at Thanksgiving? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like, I might like that, you know, that person might be fine on their own, but I'm not having them coming, you know, to the family get togethers. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but yeah, going down the list, uh, April June's son, Gabriel, uh, he's 23. He's a weird, edgy looking guy. Yeah. Um, he didn't fit the model of what I expected for, um, well, you watch, you watch some of those, you know, a bachelor is, 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 is there anybody on there that kind of has his vibe? There is. There was one guy, I hate that I can go this in depth into this. Uh, <laughs> there was one guy on the last season and then he carried over into Bachelor in Paradise. So, which is a, a spinoff show. Right. Um, so he's clearly popular enough with the audience and with the producers. Um, but there was one guy named Johnny who had kind of a similar, um, like, uh, oh, I think we'd call that like a, like a, a TikTok e-boy kind of fuck boy energy is kind of where that is um I, like a more a modern masculinity as opposed to like i don't know bachelor often is like hey look at our guys we've got a pilot and a firefighter and a right. like, kind of traditional, traditional. Si- styles of masculinity right and and i will say the guys on the show all of them kind of fit more into the like tiktok e-boy style of masculinity than a more traditional sense okay well if might, that makes sense might have to start checking out tiktok figuring out what a tiktok <laughs> e-boy is because that's a new one for me but i'm i am open to learning new things andrew kind of uh kind of uh it's like a you know a modern man if you will okay <laughs> i don't know it's like uh what if i don't no, know what if I, guys no, got to kind of act 16 yeah um, okay uh, we had uh, Paula who had her son, Jose. Um, I liked Jose. Jose's cute. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, didn't quite like his choice in women, but <laughs> <laughs> but neither did Paula. <laughs> uh, so Young is there with Jimmy. 
we will get to Jimmy. Um, April is there with Ricky. I don't remember seeing him. I have him in my notes. I don't think he was on screen for more than just a, hi, I'm Ricky. Um, we had Charlene had her son, Harrison. Uh, Kelly has her son, Joey, who we mentioned, the really young guy that does not have swag. Um, he has very... Did you watch Arrested Development? Just a little bit. Not okay. Not too often. He has um, Michael Sarah energy. Okay. Kind of like quiet little guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And this is and this is who you're talking about? Uh, Joey? Joey, the one who was very upset about the fact that his mom might date <laughs> right, <laughs> in the first right. episode. Or might not come right. with one of the guys. Yes. Uh, we have Shannon, uh, her son, Ryan, uh, who's that, the older guy and Stephanie's son, Billy, who I might've just made up now that I'm looking at my notes. I have no, no notes about no, Billy. Because, no, I, I don't either. I have Stephanie 46 and I have Billy next, but we didn't really see Billy. Okay, good. Okay, I mean, other good. than the, other than the introduction. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad our notes, uh, line up on that. From there, we get into our first game and. When they pitched the game, uh, Sam turned to me and said, oh, you got to play. They said, we're going to have a game to see who knows their kids. And Sam said, you got to play this with your mom on the podcast. <laughs> well, what did I say? I said, if, if we would win the, the suite. And, and then they showed that the game was uh, all of the boys are going to strip off their shirts. They're going to line up. The mothers are going to put on blindfolds and feel their pecs and abs and shoulders and try and pick their sons out of the crowd. And I would say that's where you first saw <laughs> queasy looks from the sons as their mothers <laughs> ran their hands up and down <laughs> the other young men. <laughs> were a couple of, the, couple of the sons who looked like they wanted to throw up in their mouth. <laughs> I uh, I don't have a lot to say about this uh, section. Yeah, I did write down uh, the sons are as, as uncomfortable as you would expect. Um, I did like, I think that this is both a uh, just a, a fun way to get yourself into the game, but also a solid strategy, which is that uh, So Young hugged the boys. Yes. Which I thought I would probably, I feel like if you, if we were doing the same game, if you lined me up, with eight women your age, and then put a blindfold on me and said, go hug these eight women, I feel like I could pick your hug out of a crowd. Right. Well, to me, at first I thought, ooh, she's creepy. But then I, then I, I realized, I thought, well, that's how I'm going to know, you know, my my child versus running my hands up and down their abs, you know. Yeah. That and, I mean, you get to do both. You get to be a little creepy, too. <laughs> You're feeling yeah. pecs when you do that. Yeah, no thanks. Well, and <laughs> and the other one I thought was interesting was um, Paula, because she and, and her son, um, Jose, work out. And she was talking about, you know, oh, the shape of, of his shoulders. And um, uh -huh. so and she did. She picked him, you know, right away. Um, but, um, you know, of course, they had to go through a, a few to get to him. But I did feel a little bad for the ones that that you know, <laughs> didn't pick their, didn't pick their sons. I was surprised at, at the number who did pick them. Um, but also, um, you know, I felt bad for the ones who didn't. It, 
yeah, I think that they said that the 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 two who win the race, who who find their sons the fastest, will get um the the big fancy sweets that are in the manor. Uh, and I think that only two of them actually picked their sons. It was uh, right. Paula and another one. I didn't actually write down who won that. Did you? Um. Oh, was it Kelly? I don't think so. Because Kelly's so. the she second just, door on the left. Yeah, she just was. <laughs> um, she just was. Her room was just featured more because um, she was, you know, interested in bringing somebody back to it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. The the they those, uh, those what? I don't know. I don't remember now who the other one was. I don't know. They didn't really get feet. I, I they didn't really get featured. I think that she and her son just had a nice long night of sleep. Right. They got right. to sleep in the fanciest beds. Well, it was the one. It was the one who has the hot tub because I think Paula mm-hmm. was second. So was it? Um, they have a. I think they both have saunas and hot tubs. Yeah, but one was outside. One was oh, on the okay. patio, and the other was in. So I don't know. We'll have to look it up. But but maybe it was. Was it Ryan or Ricky? I'm not sure, but I'm willing to bet that these. I bet these rooms are going to change hands multiple times throughout the season. Probably. Um, as uh, as things uh, interact, I did think it was interesting. Uh, I know Kelly mentioned it this way. I don't know if anyone else said it, uh, but they did refer to it as the fantasy suite, which is a specific term from uh, Bachelor. Okay. Uh, which is on like one of the last nights when you're down to your finalists, you can have one evening in the fantasy suite. Uh, you can invite your 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 paramours to, uh, which is notable because the cameras aren't allowed in the fantasy suite. Um, uh, make of that what you would like. Yeah. Uh, I'll make up my own fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantasy of not being on film for the first <laughs> time in three weeks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You go I'd be fantasy. taking my makeup off and having a nap with a little drool, you know. But yeah, I, yeah you. But I'm, you get to take up. You take off your makeup. You let out the first fart you've been right. able to get out in three that's weeks without a that's microphone. Right. That's right. Take off your makeup and your bra, and just you know. Although I guess, <laughs> I guess for some of them, the you know bra's coming off, you know, other times. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not the target audience, I guess. Um. We do see uh, that night, everyone kind of goes to bed, except we see uh, Ryan is down at the bar alongside with Kelly. Uh, you'll note that they are not a mother and son pair, um, except Joey is also there. Uh, who, Sam pointed this out, Joey is 20, which means that legally in the US, he can't drink. Right. And I think that that shows because the boy cannot hold his drink. Yeah. Um, He's had one or two and does he does not seem to be having a great night because he is at least a little tipsy. Um watching uh Ryan flirt with his mom. Ryan is the only guy we've seen so far who has any kind of game. Yes. Um Well, and is isn't he 30? He's 30, yeah. Yeah. He's he's an actual adult that's like right. had to date people. <laughs> right. Um but they flirt a lot. Uh, uh, Joey has real, this isn't a reference for you, mom, but he has real Morty from Rick and Morty energy. Uh, it's a, not the greatest reference specifically today, but he has very like, oh man, oh no energy. Um, 
At one point, uh, Kelly says, uh, this is your dad about Ryan to Joey as a joke. (laughs) And Joey gives the most incredible, broken, sad look to the camera I've seen in a long time. Yes, yes. Uh, The look that he gives hearing that is incredible. Um, You could bottle that and sell it as just like, just the saddest fragrance. yeah, uh, he's clearly uncomfortable uh, watching his mom flirt with a guy, uh, takes a, the the biggest drink as Ryan and his mom start to leave. Uh, Ryan takes off. It does decides not to kiss until the first night. She goes up to the room. She kind of goes down to the room. Seems like she's trying to kind of work something with Ryan. He goes back to their room at one point. But when he does, uh, Joey is there seems like nothing happens night one right uh but there's there's a little there's a little energy in the air sparks are up uh so yeah that was night one (laughs) well you skipped over the day one with the uh are you saving the best for last with the Uh, um with the date on um or was that or was that day two we're we're getting there this is day two is when they start having some dates Okay. Okay. And day two opens. So day Sorry, two. Sorry, I lost has a track cu- of time. Oh, you're good. Day two has a couple of fun dates, um, but it opens with the most out of pocket thing I've seen on a reality show. And maybe this is just my my innocence and the fact that I haven't uh, haven't gotten into um, watching shows on TLC, the Learning Channel. Um, but it we did opens- learn a lot. It, I've learned a lot. Uh, yeah. It opens with Jimmy talking to uh, Gabriel. Uh, two of the guys. Jimmy is um, So Young's uh, son, and Gabriel is April June's son. So Gabriel's kind of the weirder guy. Jimmy um, becomes the weirdest guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quickly. Uh, Gabe says, Is there anyone that you're into? Joey says, or, uh, Jimmy says, yeah, I'm into Paula. Um, and Gabe's like, yeah, she and Stephanie are great. And then we get a confession cam style, Jimmy talking directly into the camera for a minute as he says that he likes Paula. She's got nice features and specifically has very nice feet yeah. uh, and gives a detailed enough description of them. And what he would like to do, uh, which includes I, the phrase, I think um, he wants to paint her nails and then suck off the acrylics. Yeah. Uh, gives me enough of a description that is detailed that I think it's gone past being a bit. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. I find Paula absolutely beautiful. I'm a man of great taste. I like great things. I'm a very big feet person. And Paula has these feet that I just want to like oil up and lather and just massage and get real warm and then paint her toenails maybe a color and like suck the acrylic off them toes and shove them in my mouth. <laughs> we can't be vanilla, bro. We got like moms here. Like we got to really step our game up. I'm going to ask you a question that I am going to regret. <laughs> Do you know about feet... I know guys. about feet, guys. Yes. Okay. I know that some uh, that that you know some some uh, have a fetish for feet. Sure. Okay. 
I know that there are some women who make an awful lot of money um, by posting pictures of their feet for people to look at or videos or, um, yeah. So I am aware of, of the uh, foot fetish that is out there. Great. Uh, honestly, that is a worse answer to me than having to explain it. Now that oh, okay. now I said, do you know about feet guys? And you said, yes. And I thought, oh, that's worse. Oh, uh, no, I, no, I, no, that no. was a worse thing to hear. No, sorry. <laughs> Not personally. Okay. Um, Oh, and after the world's, uh, I'm, I'm going to put a clip of him saying all that into the episode, uh, okay. so that we earn the explicit tag. There we go. Um, I do, but, I do appreciate your, your, um, your wanting to, you know, make sure I was up to speed on foot fetishes though, Andrew. Look, I'm, I'm here to help. It's, <laughs> it's a thing that is like kind of become a joke online. But it's but, but there like for some way people that it's, it's like yeah but for some people it's real so half jokey right. so to the point that like when 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 the guy was initially saying like yeah she's got nice feet there was a bit of it where I was kind of like oh, is this guy just kind of doing a bit right and very quickly realized no he's no, not right um I believe I first was introduced to it um on second date nope. update. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said on second date. Calm down, Andrew. You're acting like some of the guys <laughs> on on Milf Manor. Um, no, I was first introduced to it um, on second date update because there was a woman who um, was not interested in going out a second time and had ghosted, you know, her date because um, he was overly into her feet at the bar where he was trying to take off her shoes to get a look. So. Gotcha. What is second date update? Oh, that's a whole nother show. Sorry. That's, 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 <laughs> that's what Allison and I would listen to on the way taking her to school in, in high school. And, um, it's on the local radio station where someone, um, calls in if they've had a date and then they get ghosted, you know, and they say, I thought everything was going okay. I just don't have any clue, you know, why they, why they're not taking my calls or they're not you know, I haven't texted back. Um, and so you can call in the radio station and they will call the person for you and then they walk them through. So tell us about, you know, your date and people that, you know, that watch that or listen to the show know that, that the, the person who called in is actually on the line. Sometimes if they're not familiar and they usually say, Oh, just to let you know, full disclosure, we have somebody on the line, but sometimes it gets going fast and they're like, Oh, I just told you why I didn't want to date him again. Um, and so sometimes it's a misunderstanding and there's a feel good Sam would love it, you know, moment where, Oh, if they, you know, just had a miscommunication or something was up, then the radio station will pay for them to go on a second date. Um, but oh, that's cute. Yeah, but a lot of times, um, no, it's a, it's a no go, and and you get to find out why, and you know, sometimes it's a little embarrassing. But um, and then and then you get the follow up of well, why do you think that's weird? You know, like the guy with the foot fetish. <laughs> well, I just figured I'd check out your feet before, and she said we were at a bar. You know, yeah, <laughs> take somebody's boots off at a bar. You know, time and place, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get, of course, the radio stations, you know, their, their personalities, their, their input, you know, so I've learned, I've learned quite a bit from, um, from second date update. <laughs> 
Good. Okay. Well, in that case, I get to close out of a couple different tabs because I was worried that uh, a good chunk of this podcast would be me explaining things that okay. I do not want to explain. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, after uh, after the world's least comfortable conversation, Jimmy goes on an actually pretty nice date with Paula. Right. Uh, they go out paddleboarding. Um, Jose doesn't really like the fact that his mom goes out with Jimmy, but I think that that would be his response to anyone. It doesn't seem like it's right. a Jimmy specific. Right. Thing. He's just uncomfortable watching his mom, you know, flirt. And, and, and she's the one, remember, that has been single for a long time. I mean, her husband, you know, died when they were young. And so I, I think she might have dated a little bit, but not in front of, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the it, difference, it really... having your date in front of your son. It's one thing to have the guy come to the house, pick him up and say, okay, you know, taking your mom out. We'll be back later. See ya. Um, it's it's a completely different story to, you know, have your have your date there in full view of of your um of your mom or your or your son Mm -hmm. it's one thing to be like wow i have a story last night i hooked up with a really young guy uh wow it's never happened you know it's one thing to have that story it's another to be like wow last night i went out to the bar and picked the guy standing next to my son right right exactly just it puts things into stark contrast and then I mean, there was the whole thing. It's one thing to go paddle boarding, but Paula's, you know, a, 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 I don't know if she's a trainer or um, into into yoga. And she, so she says, let's do paddleboard yoga, which, um, you know, I thought they would be each on their individual paddleboard, you know, doing yoga <laughs> poses. But no, she's, I don't even, I've done yoga. I don't even know that. <laughs> know that position where she lies down and hoists the you know the guy into the air on her feet um well no mom you this is the thing this is sam recoiled when this happened um <laughs> you do know that thing you just don't know it from yoga that's what you do to toddlers. Well, yes, yes. Where okay. you do that's, the airplane he, thing where you right. hold them in the air on their feet. A small child, right. Where you hold their hands and you lift them, you know, by their by their belly. And, right. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know that as a yoga pose. I've never seen yeah. that in yoga. Sam, Sam was like, that's just a mom thing. And she's doing it on a date. <laughs> well, she called it. What'd she call it? She called it like. She didn't call it, let's do the airplane. She called it like paddleboard. She said, let's do paddleboard yoga. And then they're doing that. I was like, those two things do not go together. It got, it felt when Sam pointed it out, I couldn't unsee it. It felt like <laughs> if like, um, if they were like, went to like a sexy dinner and they were right. going to do like a sexy feeding thing. Right. And then like Paolo was like, here Let me it catch comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Well, and I will say, if you notice, it did not work. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Kelly is kind of taking the uh, taking the initiative. Yeah. Uh, Mama Paul is out on the ocean, which means that uh, Jose is Jose's free. Right. And uh, Kelly goes in for the kill. Goes in for the kill. Uh, they're chatting each other up. Um, got a quote here from Jose who says. I don't think my mom would approve, uh, but I'm a grown man. I don't need her approval. I know. Uh, but don't tell her I said that. Right. I know. 
which <laughs> I was like, he was acting all big and strong, and then he was like, but don't tell my mom. Oh, it's so it is it is so funny. One thing that the show does have going for it that I actually really enjoy. It's very funny watching these guys kind of try and present the dating show bravado. Right. And then kind of glance to the side, see their mom and shrink back down. <laughs> um, it's, right. It, it's, it, and then one of them goes out. And so Jose is like, oh, I can be a big, strong man for an hour. Right. Let's see how this goes. Right. While well, mommy's not here. Yeah. <laughs> um. They they have a cute flirty conversation. They okay, cut you to, call it cute uh, and flirty. Ugh, I was watching it like, what do you say in each other? <laughs> <laughs> so so we're gonna have to to have to you know adjust for our difference of uh, of opinion on that one. But <laughs> I I think I can I can. Uh, it sounds weird to say I can put myself in their shoes, but I think that I can look at them and say like. They're, I sound like a robot. They're doing flirting. Um, it's not necessarily flirting that I would appreciate or that would go for even, you know, back when I was on the market, it's not really how I met people or like flirted, but I'm like, okay, they're doing flirting. I get that. I can feel myself sitting here with a look on my face, (laughs) (laughs) transporting me back to last night watching with this. Um, yeah, they they have a conversation, and then they. I did like they cut back to a uh, an embarrassing uh, um, confession cam where uh, Kelly's there with her son uh, Josh or Joey, uh, and Joey's like, "Yeah, she's got a soft spot for guys with accents." Uh, so if and it it right. seemed like they were filmed before they knew any other guys, so he was just kind of like, right. "So if there's any guys with accents here, like, right, be careful." And uh, Kelly was like, no, it's not accents. It's just like foreign guys that they approach the world differently. They see things differently. The accents don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, it's it's kind of cute before they cut back to her uh, to her talking to Jose. Right. Um, and then. Jose, the cosmopolitan from Miami. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kelly and, uh, or not Kelly, uh, Paula and Jimmy have like washed up on the shore they're sitting on the beach just kind of chatting um they have a pretty nice reasonable kind of flirty conversation for a a 23 year old and a 40 year old oh i think it works um and then as they're doing that uh kelly and jose kind of like walk up to the edge of a ridge and look down at them and they all kind of like talk back and forth to each other. And you can tell that Paula's like, oh, not my Jose. Right. She is, she, which I thought was pretty funny because here she's on a date, you know, mm-hmm. with, a, with a young man, but but she is not having any part of, of you know, Jose being on, on a date with, especially with Kelly. You know, she's not his <laughs> type. She, I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> I I watched the conversation. Kind of seems like they're each other's type. Yeah, I think the type. I think so far we've established that the type is, um, you know, opposite sex um, and older, and um, going to teach me a lesson or two. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, they kind of chat for a bit. Uh, they uh, uh, Kelly and Jose kind of walk away a bit, or at least stop like talking to them directly, and. Uh, Jimmy kind of eggs Paula on a little bit. I know. I didn't uh, like I didn't like that. I mean, I kind of thought 
if anything, he should have been more, you know, like, oh, don't, you know, don't worry about them. It's, it was kind of like, well, I want to be here with you, but, but I'm going to point out, you know, how, how bad it is for your son to be up there when I'm doing the, you know, it was just, yeah, I don't know. It was just a little like, okay, so. Not that I thought that they, you know, I know they're, some of them are there looking for love. Um, you know, even Paula said she was open to a proposal. I thought, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway, but, it, but it, I really didn't like Jimmy. You know, it's like, okay, he's weird with his foot fetish. Then he was kind of nice and they were getting along. But then, you know, she was treating him like a small child with the airplane on her feet. And then... They were, you know, kind of back and forth and having a good conversation. But then he started like almost like taunting her. Look, oh, I think, you know, what do you think he wants? Uh, you know, and uh, or, or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't I didn't like it. What what yeah, sh- I, what's your motivation there, Jimmy? Because it's it's not nice. I, I felt the same way because I thought it was weird that uh, they, they talk earlier on in the episode about there's kind of a double standard when it comes to like, well, it, they, they said like, there's a, there's a double standard where older men are allowed to date younger women, but younger men aren't allowed to date older women. Um, but I would also say that like, I do think that a fair number of people also think that that is weird too. So right. I don't think it's as strong of a double standard as they are saying, but there, there's probably some truth in that. Um, but it was a bit where they get down here and, and Jimmy is kind of egging her on and like, I don't know if he's trying to do kind of a negging type deal or if he's, but it did, it did feel very much like the vibe was like teenage friend complaining about their other friend to that friend's mom. Like right, it, it, right. It, it felt very weird and juvenile and jumped back in. And I, I, I thought it was, I, I agree with you. I think it's weird and it felt uh, strange to watch because they're, their whole conversation stopped being about anything and started being about like, now why would my son do this? Why is right. why is this thing that's happening? Right. And Jimmy was like, I don't know. It is pretty weird, even though I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> no, right. I'm going to talk to you about why my son would be doing this when you are doing the exact same thing. And rather than, you know, telling me to ignore it, um, you know, you just keep bringing up more. Th- I was just, the whole thing was weird. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. it just takes us back to the bigger premise that the whole thing around Milf Manor is weird. So <laughs> it is, there are little subplots of weird. It is a brand new experiment in dating, as they put it. Ah, um, that it is. I hope this one doesn't blow up in our face. <laughs> Sam's a scientist. Uh, she didn't mention that the science is bad, so I assume that it's a good. I assume that it's a good experiment where everything's on the up and up. All right. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the control group. You should see the really crazy group out in the other manner. Right. Um uh but the episode ends with Kelly who gets a very iconic villain zoom where she says <laughs> looks like they were about to fight Paula and I like to win. Bum, bum, bum. And that's where we cut on the first episode of Milford Manor. Not Melford, Melf Manor. <laughs> so, Mom, um, what, yes. do you, what do you yes. think moving yes, forward? Son. Are you are you excited? Um, I think excited is a strong word. Um, <laughs> um, mildly curious. Um, I'm not sure if I would watch the second show 
if I weren't doing this with you. <laughs> so it hasn't, it hasn't, um, it hasn't yet piqued my interest in, you know, so would it be something that I would tune in for? Um, or would I DVR it and check it out later? Or would I just read the, um, you know, the little synopsis uh, at the end, you know, after the, I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking okay. that if it weren't for you, that I would have, that I would not tune in, but we'll see how <laughs> I feel come, you know, Sunday afternoon. If I'm oh, excited to see what's going to happen next. Well, I am. I I think in a weird way, I think because this feels like such a more heightened experience and heightened show, I feel less bad watching this than I feel the bad than I feel when I watch The Bachelor. Okay. And I know that that sounds uh crazy because it feels crazy to say it out loud. But I <laughs> I think I think that there's a this show feels so over the top in its premise and design. Right. That I I I feel like I'm watching a train wreck. And I don't really I I'm not at a point where I really necessarily um i i like the milfs but i don't care about them and really like want them to find love in the same Ooh. way that like the bachelor franchise needs you to buy into wanting peter to find love or okay so wanting rachel to find love you know so so when you watch that with sam do you wind up getting hooked in and and you like are really pulling for one over the other or, or, or are you just watching because you're, you know, it's something to do with Sam. Uh, I more watch it cause it's something to do with Sam and right. it is something that I can, I don't know. It's kind of fun to have something to complain about. Sure. Um, and I, I like looking at the show and I like, I like teasing Sam about a little thing of like, <laughs> Oh, how do you like this guy and and stuff like that? But also, there's a there's there's a bit of an earnestness to the Bachelor that I actually kind of enjoy, um, even if I think that the people on it are not um, always people that I would want to watch on a television show. Sure, uh, there's the there's like a driving philosophy behind the Bachelor of people need to be here for quote unquote the right reasons. And okay the right reasons is kind of a like rallying cry and like it's it's kind of become a thing on the bachelor um being here for the right reasons is what you want everyone on the bachelor to be watching uh watching milf manor i don't want any of them to be here for the right reasons does that make sense i i kind of i want this to be kind of a sleazy show where people are just like I'm kind of here just to hook up and we'll see how that goes. And now there's a bit of a weird uh, cock blocky nature to trying to hook up because my son is here too. Right. Right. And um, I guess my, yeah, I get that. I mean, I don't, I don't watch the bachelor or bachelorette, but um, well, I guess I watched it <laughs> show my age, you know, back at the original, like Tristan and whatever her husband's name was that actually got married. Um, but, um, and are still married today, I think. Um, I don't know that there were too many others, you know, that actually got married and stayed married, but, um, the stats are real bad. Yeah. Um, Weirdly, they're better 
the stats are better for the spinoff Bachelor in Paradise, which is basically what if we threw a bunch of singles mixers on a beach? On a beach, right. Um, I've never seen that. But but with this one, I mean, I just feel – so with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, I kind of feel like, okay, these are people who are in their prime. They have jobs. They, you know, they they have had some sort of, you know, dating life and all, but – but they're in their prime and maybe it's a little past their friends are all getting married or they can't find the right person or, or whatever. Um, Milf Island does not seem like either of them. Well, and I say, okay, I say not in their prime. I think the young men haven't gotten there yet. You know, they're still <laughs> figuring it out because I'm sorry to me, they just are too young, you know, it, um, it, watching this truly, um, Ryan feels like he's on an entirely different level from the other guys. Right. In a way that is like wild to watch play out on the screen. It feels like I feel like there are a bunch of children, Ryan, who is a bit older, and then the MILFs. Right. And and I I, I kind of feel like I'm watching, you know, one of those eighties um movies where the frat boys, you know, dating his best friend's mother or, you know, the, the geek boys have created, you know, um, the woman of their dreams with a chem, you know, chemistry set. Um, or, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there was, there was that, there's, there's that shade of it. And the women with the exception of, of like April and, and maybe Shannon, you know, I, I just feel like, they're tr- these women are trying too hard. It's almost like they feel like they're past their prime, and and I don't think they they are because you know fifties the new the new forty and whatever. But but I just feel like they're trying too hard. They're and maybe it's just because it's not my personal style. <laughs> but um, I feel like there's a little bit of desperation. I don't know. I just it has it like you said, kind of a, a tackier, sleazier. Um, not quite as polished look as as The Bachelor. I think that there's a real they they talk about uh you know double standards in dating, but there's also just like a really strong societal pressure that I feel like you're you're talking about like having to kind of push extra hard and kind of fighting a desperation, and I think that there's like. A strong pressure that these women all feel. Sure. That I don't think that they have to, because the like. Um, no, that's that's. And and the thing, it, it's. I think you're right. Well, and I think that like all of them, all of them seem they're very successful. Very, all of them. A prerequisite for being on the show is that they've raised a family. Right. Um. You know, I think that there's a, the there, all of these women are very successful in their own. You know. Saying in their own ways sounds like a cop out, but like no, but I, each of them individually is very successful in different ways. Right. So Young was uh, was a, a a hair um, stylist who is now a heart surgeon assistant. Like, um, you know, you get people that have successful businesses and also have raised family, despite right. and in many cases, some are are widows or have you know. At yes. least I think all of them are either all of them are divorced or just at, at the very least, they've had a relationship that did not work out and resulted right. in a kid. Right. So each of them are at some level, a single mom. Right. Um, or at, have at been. At some yes. level, you know, 
Um, and through that all, they've, you know, raised, <laughs> they've raised kids and gone through it all. All of these women are successful in multiple ways. And I don't know, there's still that societal pressure that each of them feels. Right. Maybe there's a little bit, I, I, I think a lot of that comes through. I will say that maybe on some of them, they feel a little bit less of a societal pressure to do this because I think a lot of them might just be here to have fun because they were like, great, I'm going to be on a singles dating show for older women. That sounds like a blast. Let's do this. Let's go cruising for dudes. And now they're having to cruise for their sons. Right. Um, right. <laughs> which is a shame. But like, I, I do think that there's a little bit of that societal pressure that the show kind of is, or at least the premise of the show is kind of weaponized against them. Right. And and my my hope watching this show is that I don't know. I'm sure there'll be some, some, some fighting and some tears along the way, but I hope they have fun with it. I hope so. Because they deserve at least that, you know? Right. And I'm not sure that anybody's walking out of there with a proposal. um, Because if they do, God help them. But, um, uh, but I do, I mean, I hope they, I hope they get something, um, you know, meaningful um, to whatever level, whether it's, you know, fun and feeling good about themselves and, um, you know, knowing that, that they've still got it. Um, but, um, I don't know. I hope it's just not tawdry from beginning to end. Well, we will see. Luckily we're on the learning channel. So, um, we will I definitely think we learn will, something. We will learn things along the way. We'll see some tender love and care. Um, <laughs> and I think we're in for a good time. Uh, before we wrap this up, Mom, I have one uh, terrible question to ask of you. Uh-oh. I'm bracing which myself. Of, which of these boys is the most dateable? I do need an answer. Um, and just know that I will be answering the reverse of that question as well. So you're not the only one that has to go through this. Well, hmm. for me or my child? No, like... <laughs> For, for, I mean, you can look at it as who would you hook Allison up with if you had to. Uh, but no, you're <laughs> welcome to the manor, Mom. Which one are you picking for your first date? Oh, my gosh. With the caveat that we've only met like three of them, really. Can I change my mind later? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, who knew this was coming? Um <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say Harrison just because I think he and I could sit there and go Ugh, together, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Our date would consist of us going out for a meal and just, Whoa, you know, having a full body <laughs> shudder over the fact that you know the thought of of my well, thought I, of my thought of you dating one of these women and and you know his thought of his mom dating idiots. Oh, now there's an episode. Okay. Or there's an idea. We're going to watch the next episode. Um, we do have to keep in mind which of uh, the others dating group would we want the other one to, to, would we set them up with? That's our question for next week. There uh, but for this week, I do think, uh, I think that your date with Harrison's going to go okay. Cause I do think of the group, I'd probably date Charlene. Yeah. She seems nice. She seems real. Um, she seems real. She seems a little realer and more down to earth than the others. Yeah. Um, she seems a little uncomfortable in the same ways that I would be uncomfortable <laughs> there. And I think that like, I think we'd get along pretty well. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, that being said, for the second, for the second date, we, for the second date, we can double date then, huh? Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> that being said, Paula is cute and she does have nice feet. So <laughs> mom, thank you for joining me for the very first episode of Mild Mannered. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. You're welcome. Uh, I always enjoy talking to you, Andrew. We've had a variety <laughs> of topics um, through the years that we've chatted about and um this is one of the stranger ones, but you know, I'll do anything for you within reason. <laughs> for the right reason. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for joining me, mom. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, can I say I love you? You can say I love you. And you know what? <laughs> I'll say I love you too, mom. All right. Love you, Andrew. Love you too, mom. But not like that. Hey, thank you for checking out this episode of Mild Mannered. Uh, I've been Andrew. You can find me on Twitter at Co-host Cherms, and you can find this and a bunch of other great podcasts available at Moonshot Pods. Thanks for listening. Four, eight, 15, 16, 23, 42. Andrew, Andrew, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Marn. Uh, so I'm playing through an alternate reality game, and there's a number station puzzle that we just can't solve. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I tried everything else, and I figured that the best way to solve it would be to get into its head and think like a number station. I've been saying numbers into microphones for hours. Okay, well, I, I think I have a better idea. What's that? You could just listen to the Argonauts podcast. Every two weeks, I could let you know the ins and outs of old Args and give you a deep dive on how they were created. Uh, do you think we could like have a nuanced discussion about game making philosophy and how cultures around games have changed as well? Yeah, and you can definitely continue to fail to solve old arcs along the way. Well, it sure would be cool if that was a podcast you could find among with a bunch of other great shows over on the Moonshot Network. You know, it sure would. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for the invite. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get back to this, though. 23. 19. Okay. <laughs>